podcast provider in the world. I am Michael Dupree, the host of this show. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Uh, yeah, it is Monday, September 2, and it is labor time, baby. Who's out there working? Yeah, getting their, mm. getting their fucking work on. All that labor. Welcome to... Who else has gotten fired on Labor Day? Raise your hand. I've gotten I've gotten fired on Labor Day. Uh, very fun experience. I talked about it a little bit on last week's episode because I forgot that uh, there was an episode coming out on Labor Day, um, which is always fun. Uh, I can't got, forget about Labor. This is a fun week for me because I have Monday and Friday off this week, so I only got to work three days on Labor Day week. I've come a long way from being fired from my job three years ago on Labor Day. <laughs> come a long way, uh, and I will talk about that till my death. Labor Day is a good holiday if you don't have to work. <laughs> you get a nice long weekend. You go out with your boys, sip on some crucies. Just keep it freaking lit, dog. Keep it freaking lit. We got a very relaxed episode for you guys today, I hope. I hope no surprises happen. Uh, I would hate I would hate if surprises were to happen. They are the worst. We have... Uh, uh, well, first of all, if you've never listened to the Michael Debris Variety Hour before, it is, in fact, an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, no sculptors, directors, writers, uh, and uh, many more, improvisers, and so on, and so forth. Uh, so, <laughs> whoever came up with the term so on and so forth was trying to pad out their essay, <laughs> like trying to get the word count up. So on and so forth. Don't forget about so forth. <laughs> that would be a shame. Oh, man. Uh, and it's also the world's only, one and only, mandatory podcast. You can't beat it, guys. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody on the planet. Uh, and so, yeah, later on, we'll be joined by Carl Stein, a man who claims that the Goosebumps books are real, are real and they happen to him. Uh, very excited to talk to him. Uh, and but first, I'm going to welcome my co-host uh, for the show. We I've been trying to trying to have some more co-hosts, like from the top of the show, because uh, my good friend Blake the intern he's moving, he's leaving the <sighs> state, and I I need to get him on the show before he leaves. But yeah, Blake the intern is leaving, and I I don't know when I'm ever going to have him on the show again. Um, so I'm trying to audition new co-hosts, basically, or new people to pop in and replace my Blake. Unpaid interns. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a redundancy. Right? Like, who pays interns? I mean... Other than liberal media conglomerates. Like the New York Times and AOC? the New York Post. We're like, AOC, you're way out of here and stop paying your interns. <laughs> you got to copyright that <laughs> That's, one. That is my one and only political opinion. Yeah. Don't pay your interns. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I don't no. think they deserve to be paid. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, he is my big brother, Raymond mm-hmm. Dupree. It's, uh, it's great to be here again on the world's only mandatory podcast. Wow, you're doing great. Yeah. Do you want to take a stab in my intro? 
Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, I'll, g- I'll right. give it a go. We are live in three, two. Hello, welcome to the Michael Dupree Jazz Variety Hour. Keep talking. Um, today on the show, I got Bing fucking Crosby. Well, big deal, uh, big deal. So, not, I mean, you know, it's not a big deal, but, uh, you know, I, I would like a couple handshakes and a couple I like how I always underestimate how loud you are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I always, you're always like, I always test the microphone uh-huh. with you and you're like, oh yeah, so, uh, yes, you know, I had the this morning I had coffee egg. and a coffee and a creamed egg, you know? Yeah. You know, this volume. Mm-hmm. And then when you get on the show, you're just screaming, mm-hmm. ever unrelenting. Yep. I mean, <laughs> it's my training. Um, and I immediately got to like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's your just, mic volume down. It's my Navy SEAL training. I have to I have to just give it out of my really? own. Yeah. You, you, did, you did the, it was at JROTC. It was part of JROTC, <laughs> yeah. yeah Ninth name. grade, freshman year, I did a crash course in uh, JROTC. Yeah. And part of it was Navy SEAL training. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brutal, brutal training, you know. Yeah, you really gotta give it all your all. Army crawling and weather yeah. underneath razor wire. Yeah, but due to a scheduling error, I uh, they uh, my counselors put me in another class instead of JROTC. So <laughs> oh, cut my cut my tenure short. What class? Uh, applied physics. Wow, which is weird because that's like a college course. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to like commute to uh, you know Wayne State University. Wow. Yeah. Aim higher. I can't believe that that's the motto they came up with. Aim higher. Aim it's, Where? It sounds so passive aggressive. If I aim up, it's going to fall back down on me, right? You well, know, no, it just it sounds like, like it sounds like it was made to be memed, right? Like Wayne State, aim higher. Oh, you you're know? you're going for your doctorate in uh, I don't know, like brain surgery. That's a thing, right? Aim higher. Aim higher. <laughs> okay. You know? All right, Wayne. Yeah. How about you do brain surgery on the moon? <clears throat> I don't know, or in the orbit of the sun. Elma College, then I we'll think, be uh, they're, uh, they changed their phrase to, uh, there's only one Elma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's an Alma, Ohio, too, which is like probably only like a couple hours away from Alma, Is it an Alma, Alma College? Uh, no, but I can go far. Fu- oh, no, no, no. I think, no. Okay, I got that wrong. There's what motto used to be. Uh, <laughs> the motto used to be, there's only one Alma. Uh-huh. Now, their motto, if I'm correct, is uh, <clears throat> Plaid Works. Hmm. Um, which is I don't think you can say any motto, any college motto, without sounding sarcastic. Is it is their plaid colors works. plaid works? But also or, or their color is tartan. It's like you know, like the the Scottish uh, you know kilt. Mm-hmm. They're tartan, and they and any if you tell if you call the Scottish person's tartan uh, kilt, if you call it plaid, they get very offended. Have you have you like done that? Have you gone to like a Scottish bar? I do. I do exclusively on, go to the Highland on, Festival uh, and say nice plaid skirt. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't like it. Yeah. Um, but they do make out with me every time. So, I mean, I feel like at that point when you're when you're putting See, them now, you're, now I got to turn you up. Well, but this is kind <clears> of <throat> I, I feel like, got to keep my finger on the trigger. Yeah, with you. <laughs> you really do. You know, because I'm a wild card. But you know, when you're at the Highland festival uh-huh. it typically it helps to have a gun to make people b- make out with you yeah. you know when you're forcing compliments it does throat. it does help when i go up and say hey nice plaid skirt and i put a gun in their face uh, and you you say it's a squirt gun don't worry it's a squirt gun and they're like well we don't want to get our skirts wet right it looks like a fully loaded pistol but are those squirts no squirts <laughs> they're not no squirts no shirts no service well what if it's a really windy day i don't believe in that hmm. mm-hmm. uh what was uh you went to schoolcraft for a bit what was their motto 
their motto, motto was, uh, I swear to God, I'll fight you for this hamburger right now. <laughs> I mean, I'll fight you. That's what it was. <laughs> That's a great motto. Yep. I mean, the, the food was so good there, you know? Yeah, that is like the world's best culinary uh, festival. Mm-hmm. You're texting. I my I thought I put my phone on silent. And I didn't hear anything. I did. Uh, <laughs> I heard a the oh. MSN messenger sound mm. bit. It's a good sound bit. Yeah. I need to get a soundboard on this podcast. Yeah. You know what you can get? It's just uh, like Mickey Rooney like breathing. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> soundboard. Like, yeah. Ooh, or Mickey Rourke breathing. Let's get a Mickey breathing soundboard. Uh, just all the parts of him taking a breath or exhaling in the wrestler. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> now that's now we're now we're speech. Just cut bubbling. all the words out. You know. Now we're that's this is good banter. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, banter. <laughs> see, your your audition is going well so far. Good. Now let's and I'm see. I'm still how getting you, unpaid, so you are. Still, it's going great. You're you you are you've clocked in and you are seeing the hours go up, but the uh-huh. the wage is staying at zero point zero point zero zero. Yep. I do four hundred one k matching though. That's great. I mean, if you're matching zero with zero, yeah. then I'm not going to much yet. Put that in the benefits and yeah. smoke it. That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's great. Yeah, makes me very happy to be here. I also do uh, medical benefits, but you have to you have to work less than five hours a week. Oh, but none of my interns work less than five hours. Yeah, a week. we're all working pulling like ninety hours. Yeah, editing sound bits, you know. Editing. Shooting them into the Editing sun. Editing sound bits that don't go on the show. Yeah. And we're just sending them out to space, you know, for mm-hmm. the aliens to hear. Yeah. i got to make them my next across the universe. You, you want to get... watching my own Voyager spaceship, but it's all just pictures of me without a shirt on. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> pictures of me without a shirt on. Flexing. Me saying the word hello in all the different languages uh-huh. in the world. I mean, because we're trying to, you know, it's the world's only mandatory podcast. We mm-hmm. should really make it the galaxy's only, only mandatory, mandatory podcast, podcast yeah. right? Every episode, I launch a new million-dollar space station, yep. <laughs> launching the podcast into space. Yeah, sometimes it crashes. Like uh, it almost only the... cl- crashes. Yeah. Like that, uh, you, you know, you heard that bit of news about the tarda- tardigrades or whatever, uh-huh. the, the water bears yes. that the Israelis crashed onto the moon and said, "Listen, they won't escape," you know. But as we know. You know, and they can't reproduce, they said. But as we know, life finds a way, right? Life find, love finds a way, too. Love. My problem is I keep my, I keep crashing my shuttle into the moon on uh-huh. accident. Uh-huh. Uh, but the thing is, every time Math I... Math error. Every time... Well, yeah, well, because I keep moving where I'm launching it. Right. But the problem is I'm not accounting for the fact that the moon is also moving. Mo- yeah, the moon so moves. I keep moving it weird. to the new spot, and I, every time I hit it, yeah. I keep hitting a direct shot. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Maybe one of these times I gotta not move, but I'm afraid that'll be the one time right? that it stays. Yeah. You know? I mean, next time, just like kind of keep your eyes on the sky. Typically, the moon's like. I always find that if I, when I throw a ball, uh, I gotta keep my eyes closed. Oh. I feel like I'm more likely to throw it when I want it to. Yeah. Well. And so I figured the same logic works with an incredibly complicated of course. <laughs> rocket launch. Yeah. You know? But it's it's good. We have uh, we have yeah Elon Musk's backing. You know uh, yes. the the Falcon mm-hmm. uh, Tesla space rocket. Yeah, yeah. Thank Le- you. It's all electric. Tesla and Jeff Bezos have both yeah. been vying for the the uh, the high honor of launching my pot each podcast episode into yep. space yep. with an extremely expensive rocket. With Bezos, he likes to shoot uh, the cast of the Expanse out there too. Yes, just to get them really like get used ready. to the. Do you yeah. think it is actually a ploy to get me to, to push the moon out of orbit? 
Because <laughs> I feel like I am pushing the moon every time I well, hit If it. you push the moon out of orbit, uh, the the science says that the cool, the Earth will cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because the ocean will stay... You know what science also says? What's that? You can put ice cubes in the Earth's core, and it will also cool it down. Everyone will have a real chill This is the thing I'm day. wondering. Like, if we're talking about, you know, the ice the ice caps are melting, glaciers mm-hmm. are melting, and sea levels are rising, mm-hmm. why don't we just take the ice, the water that's mm-hmm. rising, scoop a bunch of it up, mm-hmm. and put it in a freezer, and just put it back up there? Um, I feel like I'm figuring this out, guys. And then just put a big-ass umbrella over it, mm-hmm. so it's not, you know. Are you with me? I'm with you, but the logistics, I mean... Um, I mean, I feel like when that's my what ice, happens when wh- my water gets warm, Very I warm. put more ice in it. Right. And my ice is in my freezer. Of course. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So we just put it. We take the water uh-huh. and we put it back in like the Arctic or the Antarctic. Yeah. And it just hopefully it just does. It I just mean, stay still. There is that thing of. Putting warm water on something cold, it's going to melt it even quicker. Uh, what? <laughs> so, all right. So, like, say you just add a bunch of warm water to your freezer. Yes. It's going to melt or break your freezer, right? Uh-huh. So, when you put warm water from the ocean or wherever it's at, like, I don't know, like Louisiana or something. Sure. You are just going to melt the poles faster. Hmm. But if you freeze the water before you bring it to the poles, mm. then it will be the it won't be the same time. I think we have to get Carrier on the phone. They know the logistics. On <laughs> yeah, this. we'll figure yeah. it out. Anyway, let's bring on our first guest. Are you ready for this, Ray? This is going to be your ultimate, the ultimate test for you. Oh yeah. Uh, because you know you can banter. We've established the banter game mm-hmm. is there. Mm-hmm. But can you interview? Oh, I think I can interview. I learned and watched a lot of Jimmy Fallon. Oh. Yeah. He's a very good interview. Yeah. Like, um, I just love laughing at my own jokes, so mm, it's going to be good. good. Well, we'll see how this goes then. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to welcome our first guest on the show. Uh, he's our only guest that we have today. Uh, but he is, uh, his name is Carl Stein, uh, and he is uh, believes that the Goosebump movies are real. and The they books. Happen- oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe the movies, too. Uh, the Goosebump books are real, and they happen to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome, Carl Stein. What up, what up? How's it going, Carl? It's going real good. Yeah, you seem relaxed for somebody who has uh, allegedly had such a horrifying life. Yeah, you've been through a lot of crap. Honestly, I've been desensitized to all that stuff because I'm a chill guy. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you always been chill? Uh, yeah, I was like a chill kid. Yeah, and then uh, you know, like when I got goosebumped a bunch of times <laughs> uh, with all my all my boys, uh, it honestly just uh, really put me in like a zen mode. So <laughs> you guys got. You guys got goosebumped a lot. Yeah, we got goosebumped like sixty-two times. <laughs> Dang, uh, like all throughout your life, or like it happens more specifically. Like, uh, in a last period? summer. All of it happened last yeah. summer. Is it is it always just you, you and the boys, or is it sometimes just you, or is it sometimes the boys without you, or? Uh, sometimes it's me and the boys. Sometimes it's me and like my spooky great aunt, or like <laughs> one of my many sisters. Sometimes it's my uncle Ben in Egypt and stuff. So, is your uncle Ben an Egyptologist? Uh, yeah, you know, he let me come out there for, uh, exactly one day last summer, and, uh, I mean, it was dope, he, like, invited me to explore a tomb, and, uh, you know, I got lost on the excursion, and I, you know, encountered some of the ancient residents there. <laughs> what were they like? Oh, they're spooky as mummies. Oh, I mean, 
did they have any interest? Like, what were their politics like? Uh, mummies are really quiet. They just kind of moaned and groaned, so. <laughs> oh, so like a get, lot of people nowadays. Did you ever get, like, physically harmed by any of the, uh, the spooky goblins and ghouls that you experienced? Uh, sometimes I would, like, get, like, minor cuts or scratches, but nothing too spooky. That's good. Wow. <laughs> That's good. So what's, like, the most, like, psychological horror you've been through in your in your goosebumped career? Your goosebumpery. Um, your goosebumpery, yeah. For me, when I got goosebumped and got uh, Let's Get Invisibled, uh, when me and my brother Lefty... <laughs> Lefty? ...found this mirror in the attic that can turn its users invisibles, uh, you know, we kept using it, but then it, like, got harder to become uninvisible, and that was pretty yeah. spooky. That was spooky. I'm sure was How did spooky. you figure that one out? Figured it out because like I was trying to hang out with my family and I couldn't even see me anymore, even though I'd made myself uninvisible. So I don't know. I mean, um, how did you not be un- uh, invisible anymore? Um, we how figured out uh, we had to break the mirror with a huge hammer. <laughs> oh wow! Like what kind of like how big of a hammer? T- ten feet tall. Oh my god, that's tall. a pretty big hammer. So you did have to get the boys together for that. Yeah, we sure did. Me and, my, me and my boys lifted that huge hammer and smashed that mirror. Wow. Where did you get a hammer that big? I had it custom made. Like what happened directly? Like what happened? What was the like the consequence of you smashing the mirror? Was like something pop out or? Oh, uh, I just came back from being invisible and honestly learned a lesson. Yeah, I yeah. think that was the biggest what consequence. Was that lesson? What was that lesson? Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna find a mirror that makes you invisible, like only do it a couple times. Don't abuse it. Moderation. Right. Yeah. That's kind of like uh, that episode of the Harry Potter where. Uh, What's up? Where, uh, What's Harry Potter? It's yeah. this. It's the, uh, the, the, hold the on. wizard boy in, in England. He's a he's a boy wizard in England, and uh, he gets into all sorts of criminal hijinks, and uh, you know <laughs> people just give him a pass. Um, <laughs> that kind of so. reminds me of uh, when I got go eat worms. <laughs> Like what I like I love collecting and experimenting on worms, uh, but things got sticky and slimy when the worms started appearing in my lunch and homework. And then I had to come face to face with a giant worm trying to get revenge on me for mistreating her babies. Did the worm have a name? Uh yeah, it was uh Claire. Oh the worm's name was Claire. Claire Worms. Claire Worms. Claire Worms. Mm-hmm. Man. That does sound spooky. I can't believe like so okay. What was the first Time you got goosebumped. Oh, the first time I got goosebumped. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's like when I got Welcome to Dead the Dead House. Um, <laughs> when me and my sister Amanda Benson moved uh, <laughs> with my parents into a creepy old house in the strange dark town of Dark Falls, I met some new friends who are unlike any other kids I've known before because they were zombies. Oh, so they weren't your boys. They couldn't be your boys. No, I wanted them to be my boys, but I found out they were dead. Did any of them bite you? Undead. Yeah, I got bit by one of my boys. <laughs> Wait, you got bit by one of your boys or oh, one, one of the zombies? zombies. Uh, one of my boys. Okay, <laughs> okay. Good. that's good. So you didn't become a zombie yourself? No, thank God. Yeah, you've never been a zombie? No, I'm not allowed. <laughs> You're not allowed to be a zombie? Yeah, my parents said, don't become a zombie, please. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's a reasonable request, yeah, right? I Especially, would, like, did they people say People should teach their kids that more early. Right. I mean, did they say this after you kind of got goosebumped for the first time, or? Yeah, they said it after the first one, and they kind of kept reminding me. I mean, they were pretty pissed, so I kept getting mixed up in all of these situations oh, yeah, one day after another yeah. for exactly one summer. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, we've had kind of a tenuous relationship since then. So, what do you do to keep your, your parent? What, you, what do you do to attempt to make your relationship with your parents better uh generally i try and like maybe find an old spooky book with a spell that's like i can cast on them to make them like uh, not mad at me see that sounds like the opposite of what they would want yeah sometimes like you know the only way uh the only way out is to go in a little further so yeah. the the ends justify the means right yeah. you gotta double down right so what was that book called 
like that you used on your parents? Uh, it was called Phantom of the Auditorium. <laughs> that's a great, it's a great sounding book. Who wrote it, Mitch Album? Uh, you know, I can't remember the name of the author who wrote it, honestly. Um, so I have a question. Sure. Um, <clears throat> all these things happened to you one summer ago mm-hmm. in 2018. Yep. Um, all pretty much most of the Goosebumps books I would say have come out prior to 2018. That's certainly an opinion. <laughs> so you're saying that R.L. Stein like wrote all the books directly after the summer and somehow went back in time and published them. Honestly, nothing's impossible, and I definitely think he stole all this stuff. I wrote about wow. it in my live journal last summer. And oh, your live journal? You still use live journal? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Every day. <laughs> and I think somehow, like, he saw it or maybe, like, preemptively wrote the books knowing yeah. that I was going to do it, but he definitely stole it from my it life. It wouldn't be out of the uh-huh. realm of possibility considering all the other spooky stuff. That right. Exactly. I mean, spooky stuff happens all the time to you, so. Oh, yeah. A time-traveling, creepy old it, man. Who who uh, ghost named himself the just same last name as you. I know, which sucks. Right, they actually crazy. took like like my whole name because like there's actually the inflections on the RL in my name, so it's like Carl Stein. <laughs> but I was I was pissed about that. Yeah, I no, imagined. I I mean identity theft is a serious crime. You yes. know, so I mean I feel like you have a reason to sue him. Yeah, I mean I guess I do. I've kind of like been too busy for litigation after I got like attack of the mutants. Uh, really? That's, that's oh, what, I mean, what happened with then? that? Huh, well, I'm like a comic book addict, and oh, I found out my uh, I found out my favorite comic book villain, the Mass Mutant, is real. But a visit uh, through the lair has me losing my grip on reality. And like after the panels, uh, you know, I find myself as the hero in that. So that, that, that was really busy, and like you know, because that didn't have a lot of time to litigate. <laughs> that was only one day, though. Yeah, that's true. But then the next day was my hairiest adventure. <laughs> I was freaking out when my hands became hairy, presumably as a result of expired tanning lotion. But oh. things got weirder when my friends began to disappear and dogs who share their physical features appeared in their place. <laughs> did you become a dog for a day? Yeah, it was it was a bummer. Oh, what kind of dog did you become? A uh, big one. Oh, <laughs> you couldn't tell because he didn't have a mirror because he broke it. <laughs> right, and he's a dog. What kind of you know a dog wouldn't know what he is, right? Like what no. kind of like what dogs don't even breed? have a sense of self. Yeah. Did you lose your sense of self? Uh, yeah, I did. I mean, I feel like every day I was just kind of thrust into a different wild adventure, and I felt like I lost track of who I was and all that. Mm-hmm. How did you? Uh, how did you kind of rec- reconcile that? Um, after uh, I ran out of Goosebump books stories to happen to me, uh-huh. that's pretty much what I, I really? was fine again. Yeah. So there's no no you haven't been goose no Goosebumping that's happened to you has not already been made a book. Uh, that is correct. Wow, hmm. very interesting. So. Once that last one, what was the last one that happened? Oh, the last one that happened? Let me think. Wait. It's towards the end of the summer. Me and my boys, we're hanging out. Um, oh, yeah, it's monster. when I got Monster Blood Ford. <laughs> <laughs> when me, Evan, uh, <laughs> Andy, Kermit, and Conan. Uh, Conan. Kermit. <laughs> Kermit, yeah, those are my boys' names. Evan, Andy, Andy. Kermit, and Conan. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, Andy, Kermit, and Conan. <laughs> yeah, my boys. Uh, I mean, like, it was like we once again had to do battle with monstrous slime, but we soon discovered that that monster blood is an excessively thirsty purple-blue slug creature that can multiply, so that sucked. Oh, wow. How did you kill this monster? Or not kill, of course, I mean, because you wouldn't kill anything. 
How, how, how did you defeat this monster? Um, big ten, big ten foot hammer. Oh, <laughs> same I one. See, yep, see, same hammer. I feel like that's so a, that, a common that, thread. That probably could becomes comes in handy. Yeah. yeah. After a while, like I already have this ten foot hammer, all this spooky shit. Keeps oh yeah. Happening to me. Like when I walk around with Evan, Andy, Kermit, and Cone, and we usually just carry the hammer with us just in case. Did you yeah. call him Cone? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Kermit and Cone. Cone dog. Kermit Cone. Oh man, uh, what's your favorite things to do hanging out with your boys? Um. I like to don't go to sleep, which is when you know even despite my mother's uh, admonitions, I spent the I spend the night uh, in the empty guest room of a house and then end up waking in a new world and I'm on the run from the police. That's my favorite thing to do with, <laughs> with my your boys, boys. I think, yeah, I try and do that every so often. It sounds like you know I know this is a this is a, this is a very big time in your life, but it sounds like you're very preoccupied with this ex- these experiences. Yeah, I've, it's kind of like taking over. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Well, were you kind of uh, anticipating this to happen again this last summer? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been kind of disappointed in some ways I didn't get goosebumps did all this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been kind of laid back. Yeah. What have you been doing this summer? Uh, I've been working at Dairy Queen. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Get free cream? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. That's cool. That's <laughs> yeah, tight. Nothing spooky ever happens there. Well, that's good. Uh, it does. So what was your the your least favorite? What was the scariest uh, thing that's happened to you? Like the, oh, the one man. where you, you suffered the most personal sacrifice. Yeah. I think, honestly, I don't know. It's tough because I ran into so many different kinds of monsters and did right. so much spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably the scariest and worst one was when I got the horror at Camp Jelly Jammed. <laughs> Um, I was on a road trip with my parents, um, and me and my sister, Wendy, uh, got inside their trailer and we crashed into a sports camp called King Jelly Jam Sports Camp. (laughs) And we like decided to stay in it and participate in the activities, uh, until our parents could come and pick us up. But, uh, I was like enjoying the competitive spirit, uh, and like, I wanted to like win, uh, and be in this winter circle, but then when I got there, uh, there was a big giant slug, and I was forced into <laughs> child slavery, and had to like continually mop it with water. Oh God! Uh, which was really sad and scary. But we figured out if we just like stop mopping this big slug with water, he would die, and that's what we did. Wow! And that all that was all in one day. Yeah, that sucked. Mostly the child slavery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it uh, got. That had to be terrible. No, oh, that was um, really scary. Does, do you still carry that weight with you? Yeah, I think about that. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Like, you, you get in trouble with your boys a lot. You get goosebumps with your boys, um, with your parents sometimes, with your sisters. But One it's never, like, all of your sisters, right? Like, what's what goes into, like, the family planning, like, leaving some people behind? Yeah. It it like always... Sometimes you're, like, on a trip with your, your parents and one of your sisters. And yeah. it, it just seems to be you and another sister with... Like Wendy and and what was the other one? Yeah, uh, what was the other? Something Benson. Yeah, yeah. Ashley, Benson. Ashley Benson. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley Benson. Yeah, <laughs> my sister. <laughs> Your sister Ashley Benson, right? Mm-hmm. What's like? What, what's going on with that? It's just like uh, uh, it's like whoever just wakes up in time to get into some trouble. <laughs> you know, some of them sleep whoever in. Whoever was awake when the road trip started. Yeah, exactly. It's so, going. Right. going. Oh, it's like yeah. everyone it's else stays at home, right? You know, I mean, it's the summer. You know, you kind of you gotta uh, improvise a little. I mean, bit. to be honest, oh, yeah. if I was one of your many sisters, I. And I saw all this this goosebumpery happening to you. I would actively avoid going anywhere. Right. Yeah, I'd probably just act like I'm sleeping in my room. Yeah, well, I mean, like bad stuff can happen room. right at your home. I mean, like I, when I got let's get invisible, that was in my house. That was right. right. Yeah. That was right at home. So oh. maybe they would want to not be at home. Maybe they'd want to go outside somewhere. 
Yeah. You know, maybe do a public park. Is it crowded during dinner time? I'm sure that's like a, like a oh, horror yeah. story. It's in nuts. When the whole gang's hanging out. <laughs> Even Especially when you bring your boys over. Which, oh, my boys. God. Oh, my gosh. Because some of my boys are actually uh, related to me. Oh, really? really? Like, when I got Monster Blood 3 <laughs> Uh, in that thermon ins- third installment of the Monster Blood books, uh, I accidentally ingested some of the evil green slime after my nerdy cousin Kermit. So Kermit from before is actually my cousin. I forgot. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, you're still close. He's just he's just your boy, right? Yeah. You know, sometimes cousins can be your boys too. Yeah, my right. my brother is my boy. He's yeah. my brother. That's tight. Yeah, no, it's cool. You guys ever get goosebumped? No, uh, no. And there was like uh, I once saw I thought I saw a ghost underneath my brother's bed once. Yeah. But it turns out I was just sleepy. Was it a barking ghost? Uh, no, it's a barking ghost. Well, I got a barking ghost. Uh, me and my new friend Fergie were stalked by two dogs who Fergie. haunt the woods and uh, trick them into swapping bodies. Yeah. Fergie, like Stacy Ferguson from the Black Eyed Peas. No, I wish. Just a different Fergie. Oh, but okay. Her parents were huge Black Eyed Peas fans, so they named her after him. Oh. Bless that. Because she pisses her pants a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they named her that when she was a baby. And yeah, they're like, well, this baby's going to piss a bunch. Let's name her Perky. Because <laughs> that right? one time she she urinated in her uh, little diaper. Bedrowsers. Mm. That's goosebumps for me. Yeah. When Perky pissed her pants on stage, that was a goosebumps. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Is goosebumps going to be the new cool? I think so. That's, this, that was goosebumps, dude. And Darren Shelton tried to make cartoons happen. Yeah. I think goosebumps is the new, the new thing. That's goosebumps. So, it's pretty goosebumps. So uh, did that? So everything turned out. Did Kermit live? Uh, yeah, Kermit's fine. Well, I guess he had to to make it to the fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. So we could chill with me, Evan, Andy, and Kona. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so how, how are the rest of the boys doing? Like, have they f- suffered any like traumatic, like you know, post-traumatic stress disorders or anything from all this goosebumping? All of them died in an unrelated car crash last Interesting. winter. So Interesting. I've had to find new boys who did not get goosebumped. Interesting. They all died. Yeah, do I kind of feel like I'm like, we're getting picked off, you know, one by one. Final destination stuff. Yeah, a couple of my sisters died too, which sucks. Oh, oh really? That was wow. a huge bummer. Also in an unrelated car crash? Yeah. Different car, but yeah. Same crash. Did like, the, <laughs> did like a water <laughs> bottle? They were like, my boys were driving one car mm-hmm. and like my sisters were driving another. They ran into each other. <laughs> oh. Different car, same crash, same way. Yeah. Man, it seems like you might be cursed. I'm beginning to feel like that could be true. I mean, because like you're 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 you get goosebumped all of one summer, <clears throat> just day after day, consistently, and then uh, and then the the seasons change, and all of a sudden your 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 family. I mean, you're really your family. The boys are your family, you know? and your sisters are your family, right? I mean, boys so more often than you know your yeah. sisters, right? Has anything bad happened to you since? Um, since your families were family died. I got an ingrown toenail. Damn. Oh, that's terrible. Honestly, so I kind of feel cursed in that way. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that, I mean, I wonder if there's a goosebumps book about that. Did it get infected? Because that's really uh, not don't forget yet. to clip your toenails. Uh, but it could. Yeah, that sounds that's, awful. Sounds really bad. I mean, they should write a book about that. <clears throat> no, I would read that book. <laughs> um, man. So, uh, anything else you'd like to say before before we move on? Um, I just want to say R.L. Stein is a monster for stealing all my ideas, mm-hmm. and uh, right. you should write your ideas. a letter. I mean, all the stuff that actually really happened to me, but it's for real. Uh, and I hate that he turned them into books, uh, so you should uh, write him a letter. Okay. I think I already have. Like, back in elementary, I wrote a letter and be like, 
hey, will you come to my school and, like, haunt us? Is Aristotle a ghost? No, I mean, like, I He's think older. Like, back in the day, like, they did, like, He's these old. special little goosebump tours to... Mm-hmm. The to the to the auditoriums and uh, the gymatoriums mm. and uh, yeah and it was cool. R.L. Stein never, I don't think, ever showed up. I think it was always a guy in like a mascot. R.L. Stein costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm R.L. Stein, kids. Yay! You ready to get goosebumped? And then Nickelodeon slime just slimes them all. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sounds fun. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we are going to move on to our next segment. Uh, so you guys are surely. Uh, if you are longtime listeners of the show, familiar with uh, my good friend Jeremy Jacques of the band Zombie Jesus and the Chocolate Sunshine Band. Uh, well, he moved out to the big L.A., and wow. uh, he's in this new band. Uh, I mean, he's still in Zombie Jesus. Zombie Jesus is, is eternal. Uh, but of course. Rainbow Room is his uh, new group, and uh, they they have released seven albums in, like, a year, I feel like. Are they going for a world record? I don't know, but each of their albums is like sixty songs long, uh, and they're they're great, like fantastic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm gonna, I you know, each song is only like a minute long, mm-hmm. um, and so normally I would play uh, about a three minute long song. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, and there's sixty songs, so I couldn't have possibly listened to all of these uh, in the amount of time that I downloaded this. But I have listened to other Rainbow Room albums, and they're a lot of fun. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna pick three songs at random, and I'll introduce them as we do them, uh, and we'll see how they are, and we'll we'll discuss. We will discuss them. All right. Uh, so here is, uh, you know what? I'm gonna pull up random.org. Uh, I think that's gonna be a fun way to. I, 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 that's my randomizer. You go to random.org. That's true. World's only true. Randomness app. I like how it's not a dot com. It's a dot org, so you it's know it's org. official. It is official. You know official. it's an official right. thing. <clears throat> it's really randomizing it. Number 43. Uh, this song is uh, While My Pager Gently Beeps. Nice. <laughs> All right. So here uh, is While My Pager Gently Beeps by Rainbow Room. Was while my my pager gently beeps. Yeah, I think that might have been one of the weirder ones I could have picked. Yeah, I I like that though. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I just pictured that guy like uh, you know in some some very dark place that maybe serves coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, like it could be coffee, it could be could something be, else, could be anything. And he's just like <clears throat> three cigarettes in his hand, you know, and he's smoking them all. Yeah, and he's playing guitar at the same time, and yeah. he's just like talking about his, his he's talking pager. about his, his his life, you know. I liked it because it had like a goosebumps level play on words in the title. Yes, it did. It's a good joke. <laughs> so here's the next one. Uh, let's generate a new random number. Number 18. This one is 
the magistrate issued his findings. <laughs> so I'm here is Rainbow Rune so with excited for the this. magistrate issued his findings. Oh, I yeah. love these guys. Was a hard rocker. <laughs> Remind me of uh, the uh, Alliston Chains and uh, mm-hmm. the the Pearl Jam. It made me uh, feel passionate about magistrates. Yeah, I feel like that magistrate, his business is pretty serious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got like a dark edge, kind of like Batman Begins. Yeah, Batman you know? Beyond. Even though I have kind of a tenuous relationship with music, I enjoyed that quite a bit. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, you know, I've like had some rough times when it comes to music. Like what? Well, because last summer when I got piano lessons can be murdered. Um, <laughs> it was like when me and my parents moved into a new house, I found an old piano in the attic, and my parents decided to put the piano to good use by making me take lessons, but I discovered a disturbing truth about that piano and the insane piano teacher who just loves my hands. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, time for the next song, I think. Uh, well, maybe we'll just circle back to that at some maybe. point. Maybe. I really we'll, want to we'll hear about see. this we have, we were really in a, We're really in a rush, a hurry. Oh, here sure, here. yeah. Uh, so here's the last one. Um, <clears throat> oh, I like this one. I, this is one of the songs I, I did listen to, and uh, it's pretty great. Uh, so here is Lightning Under the Moon Kiss. One thousand lightning bugs Gathered beneath the moon's glow a cool summer night Love in the air One thousand lightning bugs Appeared as lightning Under the moon kiss To all the peasants Sleeping beneath the stars Lightning under the moon Lightning under 
Oh, spooky at the end there, huh? Hell yeah. It sounded like aliens. It's like theremin. I do like the theremin. Theremins are spooky. They are spooky, and they're good instruments. Wow. So those are all Rainbow Room, and you can find them at rainbowroom.bandcamp.com. Find one of their many other albums and Spotify. They're also on Spotify. Uh, and also listen to Zombie Jesus and the Chocolate Sunshine Band. Love them. Love them very dearly. Uh, Thank God for Mental Silliness is one of my favorite local albums of all time. So Check it out. Check her out. Uh, so we're going to move on to our next segment now. Uh, it's it's kind of fortuitous that you talked about uh, ice cream, um, uh, your Dairy Queen work, because we do have a story uh, about a man who tried to quit the Dairy Queen, uh, and it didn't work out so well for him. Uh, so here is Leaving Cream. <laughs> I just don't think I can work any longer, Carol. Oh, but you're the employee of the month, Ron. I know. Do you understand the pressure that that puts on me? Well, I mean, you just, you do so well. We all watch you. We want to follow you. We want to love you. We want to know you. Carol, I feel like I don't even do that much here, but you guys, you idolize me like I'm some sort of deity. Ron, 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 this Dairy Queen wouldn't run without you. Yes, it would. It's been running with me long before I, I'm only a seasonal employee. The cream screams for you, Ron. Carol. The cream, Ron. Carol, please. Think about the cream. Think about... The cream running out of the soft serve machine and on to the cup or into the cone and into the customer's mouth. I know. That's what makes me keep going. But the pressure that you guys that you guys are putting on me to work harder and faster. And I just I think I got to I think I got to quit. <gasps> I have to I have to tell Reggie. I mean, Reggie's going to freak out. Yeah, you should probably know he's the general manager. Reggie. Reggie! Hey, it's uh, your favorite guy, Reggie! Hi, Reggie. Hi, Reggie. Um, we have a problem. Ron wants to be a quitter, and he wants to leave the cream. I, I have to. Uh, first of all, like I, I only have a few more weeks left before I go back to school. And <gasps> school? I, yeah, school? I'm, oh, you were going to go back to school after school. meeting the cream? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm just... School. Yeah, school. School's cool. You know, you know who else is pretty cool? Who? Your good manager, Ren- Reggie. You are cool, Reggie. You're Reginald cool. Cream. Carol, you're cool too, but I, I, I just, I have to, you know, you guys put a lot of pressure on me here. You make me work pressure? 72 hours a week and call me the employee month every week and give me a, don't even give me a bonus. I, I need, I'm go, I need to go back to engineering school, guys. Engineering. What, so you can go invent stuff? Yeah. So you can go save the world. Do you know what saves the world, Ron? Do you know what saves the world? Cream. Happiness. Cream. Cones. Sprinkles. Chocolate. Strawberry. Caramel. Cream. All of it. I, I, I Look, guys, I, I feel like you got too attached to me. You know, when I invented cream, I thought I thought I did something really important. And I thought I thought when I hired you, I made that second second important decision. Wait, you invented cream? He invented ice cream. His name is Reginald Cream. Reggie Cream. Oh my god, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. He made you are spitting in the face of the maker of the maker of all people? Listen. You don't just get to leave. You don't just get to skirt your responsibilities. You don't just get to quit the cream. Oh, my God. He took off the apron. He took off the <gasps> no, apron. No, no, no. I won't touch it. I won't touch it. Nope. There's the blood apron. on that apron. I won't there touch isn't. it. It's strawberry ice cream. I won't touch it. I'm leaving. I'm going to leave this on the counter you here. put it in the Ron, toilet. Ron, if you leave, you know who I'm calling. You, you don't. 
you're not gonna call my mom. Oh, he'll call your mom. <laughs> right. I don't think, Carol. I don't yeah. think he knows me very well. Listen, he's I, not gonna make a call to your mother. Even after all the times I gave you employee of the month, you still don't know a damn thing about he's me. He's going to. You don't call. even know my name. Listen, Grant Gary. I'm not That's gonna run. No one even Run. works here named Gary. No. Oh, Gary. Gary is, Gary's your, like, you know, like you. Like, oh, Gary's your Gary. husband. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're married to Gary. You love him. You know, sometimes. Mary Gary. Sometimes, that's how you remember. Sometimes you just look like Gary when you're pissing me the hell off. Oh, I totally get this now. You remind him of his lover. And this is why it hurts me so much that you're going to leave. Oh, because Gary Gary tried to leave him once before because Gary wanted to go to California to be friends with celebrities. And then he was like, but you're going to leave me. And Gary was like, yeah. And then he tied Gary to a tree for a week and Gary didn't leave. Gary didn't leave. Well, guess what, buddy? I have a couple of trees in the back. I have a lot of rope. And we're going to tie you up and you're going to stare at this Dairy Queen for six months. Wait, do you stop. think you can let go of me? You think you can engineer yeah, your way out of my traps? Guys, stop. I need to go back to school. Big engineer boy? No, no, oh. no. Mm-hmm. And we're going to tie it around tie the stomach. It up, tie it up, and we're going to tie it around the legs. Going to put the blindfold over his head and mm-hmm. smack, smack, smack to the head. There he goes. Ice cream-related deaths have become the highest cause of death in employees and people around the world. Stay safe. Don't work in an ice cream shop. Wow. That is harrowing. Wow. Truly Harrowing, poignant. Uh, so, I Raymond, uh, while we were uh, blink, while we were letting that play, Raymond was consistently prodding Carl, Carl, about um, about the uh, uh, the the story about uh, the, the piano. Piano, yeah. I, I, I guess, the, the obsession with your hands. Yeah, the, the piano instructor in your hands. I gotta know what. what yeah, the they were. Uh, my piano instructor was trying to steal my hands because uh-huh. I love the way I played. So uh-huh. they were trying to chop them off, uh, mm-hmm. which really sucked. But yeah. uh, they didn't successfully chop them off because me, Ev, Cone, Kerm, we uh, took the big hammer, smashed the piano with each That's oh. good. That's good. I mean, your instructor at some point had to realize that it's not your hands, but like the coordination and the talent and just like your. He you, you couldn't have possibly used your hands and made music as well as you That was well the point. Did. I tried to make over and over, and he just kept saying, no, give me your good hands. And, you know, like uh-huh. like waving a saw at me from across the street. Interesting. So, That's it sucks we had to do a murder to kill my piano teacher, but what are you yeah. going to do? Wait, you, you, murdered, murder? you murdered him. Uh, you know, I mean, we smashed him with a big hammer. <laughs> well, I thought you smashed the That's piano. I, you, you smashed no, we smashed him. the piano teacher. Oh. Okay. See, now, okay. Has there any been any investigation into this or anything like that? Well, I don't know if we, like, like he actually died. We flattened him, and he got, like, really flat, like, kind of Looney Tunes Wait, style. Wait, do you guys like, hold, a, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Quiet for a second. Do you hear something? I... I Yoo-hoo. I've been hearing it for a while. Oh, I thought, what was that? Yoo-hoo. Where is that coming from? Michael, Mike, <laughs> look. To you, to your right on your shoulder. Oh, my God. Mike, what's oh my God. Oh, wait, my, my other right. Yeah, Whoa. right. 
There's oh, a little guy ew. on my shoulder. Oh, are you stressed about all this stuff you have to do? I am stressed. Oh, Wait, who are you? You gotta do your podcast, and you gotta bank an episode, and you gotta do a compelling interview with your guest. And There's your a co-host. okay for everybody at home. There, how would you guys describe him? He's a very small, a uh, couple inches tall, little green man. A tiny little dude. It's uh, uh, he's completely naked. It's oh, completely naked, yeah. He's uh, who who are you? Oh, I well, I'm uh, I am eternal. I am Dennis. Dennis. Dennis, the naughty little shoulder advisor. Oh no, I'm the little voice in your head that tells you to do what you need to do to solve all of life's problems. Oh wow! So you're you're my intuition. Yeah, I'm your intuition. Wow. I help you make all the tough decisions to get you through your life. Uh, quit rubbing against me. Uh, so, wait, so why are you? Why have you manifested in this way? Is this is this Carl's doing? Uh, well, it... he helps conjure me a little bit, talking about all the goosebump stuff going on. A lot of ha- hard decisions to go on in the goosebumps. See, you got you got problems in your life, and I'm here to help you out. You see, you gotta bank all these episodes and do all the do all the interviews, yeah. and, and you could do that, sure, or you could jack off. Oh no! You know he's Tired. not sounding so bad. Oh you know? no! This is not good advice. What do you mean it's not good advice? I, I have so many things I have to do. I don't I don't have time to masturbate. No, listen. This isn't just the tedious little rule following shoulder advisor talking to you. This is Dennis. I want Gus. No, Gus. No. It's Labor Day. Gus is taking the day off. Oh no! But you know what you can do on your day off? <laughs> no. You can jiggle. No. Come yeah. on. This is so inappropriate. No, it's not inappropriate. He's making a lot of sense in my opinion. Wait I don't know about you, Carl, but why I are mean, you encouraging me I to like jack stuff off? like that? <laughs> I mean you gotta you gotta you gotta unwind. You gotta let loose. You gotta you gotta let your soldiers march. You, yeah, know? you know people always I think it was uh Robert Kennedy that once said there is no problem so difficult that cleaning out your pipes can't solve. <laughs> Robert Kennedy 1967. Yeah. Said that. Yep. I've got it was... a similar person in my life who tells me to jack off. Yeah. My cousin Kermit. <laughs> oh. Wait, didn't Kermit die? Uh, no, I mean, he got um, almost dead when he turned into a big slug. Did, but... I thought he died Wait, in a winter car, he, accident. He oh, yeah. in a car accident. Uh, yeah, but his ghost now tells me. Uh, to oh, okay. wow. That seems like a you know, Ghostbuster story in itself. Wait, Dennis, I have a. Uh, wh- okay. Yeah. Why is it that your only job is to tell me to... Is there anything else you want me to tell me to do? Or well, it's not a job to me. I enjoy what I do. If you do what you enjoy, like Jake and all, it's not work. Now, now Carl Stein, you look like you've been through a lot of hard decisions. Like, you could have chosen to uh, not be Cuckoo Clock of Doomed and instead jack off. But instead, you chose to be Cuckoo Clock of Doom, and that was your and that was your prerogative, I That's guess. That's true. Yeah, that did suck when I got Cuckoo Clock of Doomed. <laughs> do you, do you think that you did you have an option to not get Cuckoo Clock of Doomed, and you could have maybe stayed at home and? I mean, I like I jacked off a couple times during that period, mm-hmm. and I wrote about it in the live journal. And for some reason, RL did not include any of that stuff when he no. stole the stuff. So yeah. I thought that was kind of messed up that he took omitted all the parts of where I was just freaking cranking jack offs. Yeah. <laughs> I have my own personal gripes with R.L. Stein, oh, actually. Like, why, why, why well, I did write a spec goosebumps back in the day. <laughs> Dennis, I'm going to put a towel on my shoulder and you can sit on that. Okay. 
Because you're getting my shirt dirty. No, I'm sorry. I mean, you look kind of <laughs> You could do laundry. Wet, yeah. Oh. No. Oh. I don't want to. Michael. You can jiggle. <laughs> no. He's just, you might as well do it. I, you know? Why are you... Why are you that's right what there. older brothers do. They I mean, tell you to check off. Yeah. Or cousins. Like let it loose. Yeah. There's a bathroom right there. I'm here to co-host. Just go take care of it real quick. Yeah, Listen to the little guy. I don't uh, want to do this. <laughs> I wrote a spec goosebumps though, and R.L. Stein sent me a harsh rejection letter. Now oh. I don't know if you're familiar with the Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebumps that was oh, yes. a fully uh, parallel series. I'm sure Carl Stein, you've <laughs> lived Choose Your Own Adventures. Oh yeah, yeah. So those yeah. are great. So chapter one in this one, you can hang out with your best buddies Evan, Andy, Kermit, and Conan, and go geocaching, or you can stay home. Beat the living fuck out of your meat. I wish I had chosen to stay home and jack off instead of doing all that haunted geocaching I did with the boys. <laughs> I mean, that's De- a tough choice. I mean, you know. Dennis, I, this is, it is alarming how vulgar you're being. I'm not being vulgar, am I, OD? It is. It's inappropriate. Oh, call the the naughty police or something. I, do you have their number? No, I was being facetious. I ain't naughty police. <laughs> well, maybe I'm there should police. be. Maybe we need to get Gus in here. Honestly, oh, no. I think he's a little too slippery <laughs> to be caught by any sort of police. So. Gus is, I'm slippery as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you are very slippery. You're sli- slipping and sliding all over my shoulder, even yeah. with the towel on it. Yeah. Well, thanks for the towel. I could use it for a few minutes, I suppose, <laughs> oh, no. until it's completely saturated. <laughs> You've got to cool it on uh, on what you're doing right now. That okay. I don't even want. It's unspeakable. Yeah. Keep well. scolding me. That'll make it worse. <laughs> uh, well. God. I mean, uh, so Dennis, who? Uh, as an advocate, as a act, as a outspoken masturbation advocate, right. uh, are you not at least a little bit perturbed by the actions of this tiny little elf on my shoulder? Are you an elf? I'm sorry if that's offensive. Oh no, I'm a little shoulder advisor. <laughs> okay, He's totally not an elf. So I there's mean... like the d- there's the angel and the devil in the cartoons all appear on their shoulders, but you're just a little a little dude that appears and tells people to jack off. Yeah, you remember the ominous voice at the beginning of the motion picture, It's a Wonderful Life? I do, That yes. sends Clarence to go help George Bailey? Yes. I'm sort of like a Clarence, except I never get my wings. But, you know, I you know, I get I get my, my you know, my rocks off, so you're like so my, to speak. So you're like my penis's guardian angel. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. a Wonderful Life is kind of a goosebumps. Yeah, it is a goosebumps. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you hate if you got, I, it's a Wonderful Life. It was like if I got it, it's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> you know who my favorite Goosebumps character is? Who's that? Slappy. <laughs> Slappy. <laughs> Slappy, the Night of the Living Dummy. Oh my god, oh. when I got Night of the Living Dummy one, two, three, and four times last summer, <laughs> that was the worst. Slappy scares the shit out of me. He is spooky and scary. You uh, know they, uh, Wait, they... why is your favorite character Slappy, the Living Dummy? I'll give you two guesses. <laughs> Because uh, his name is Slappy, and that's what you do to your meat. Yeah, <laughs> got it on the first. Guess. Wow, you've banked a bonus guess for my riddles later on. <laughs> oh, wow, that's that's great, Michael. That's great. Dennis, do you have someone on your shoulder who tells you when to jack off? Oh yeah. Oh, me and Cliven, <laughs> Cliven are like two peas in a big jack off pod. 
Do you guys like help each other out? Do you guys watch each other? Or? Oh yeah. I you know sometimes I like to have the feeling of being watched, even if it is Cliven. I mean he's kind of a weirdo. Oh, yeah? is he? Yeah, it's kind of weird having a guy on your shoulder. It is. It certainly is. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I do. You're on my shoulder. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Like, do you get do you get paid a living for this? Like, do you you know? It's like, a you... living. I used to be in the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> it is a living though. No, I'm so sure. you do get paid. Yeah. Who pays you? Um. You know, the ominous voice from the beginning of It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life. He pays me in GameStop store credit. Jesus. Yeah. Is it Jesus? Uh, Jesus? <laughs> oh, yeah. Your face got very somber. Me and Jesus used to go way back. Really? No, that guy. You know what he was doing for three days in there, too? Uh-oh. Oh, what is he doing? Oh, he was beating this me. Oh, I thought I was going to get you some of my guesses. Oh, no. Wait, no. Wait. What? <laughs> I, I had three guesses. Oh, 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 sorry. Guess. Oh, sorry. I, I keep stomping. I get so excited about yeah, revealing the answer to riddles. Look, uh, have you ever, has anyone ever uh, spoken to you about boundaries? Boundaries? Yeah. Oh, you mean, you want to get into Israel, Palestine? No, 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 no. Because we could no, do a two-state no, solution. No, no, Or we could all just <laughs> pull the shades down. Jiggle. No, I mean, this when you put it that answer. way, when you put it that way, I feel like a lot of issues can be solved by if we just go into our favorite place, our, our cozy place, and just spend 30, 60 seconds just vigorously 30 to 60 masturbating. seconds? Yeah, where's your happy place? Where's your <laughs> happy Gilmore <laughs> little... No. Where do you go when you're ready to... Just clean the pipes I, out. Exactly. Always in the privacy of my home. Oh, <laughs> that's no fun. Come on. There's so many places you can go. Like where? Oh, I don't know. You ever been to Disney's Frozen on Ice? Oh. So where where exactly are you are you finding your hot happy place at Disney's frozen on ice. Oh, well, they got locker rooms because they usually do it at hockey arenas, you know, because that's where ice is. And you go into the locker rooms and there's that weird stench of hockey players and performers in there from all the sweating that people do on ice. And it's like weird pheromones are getting you little nostrils and then all of a sudden your blood starts pumping and then you go, I think I'll jack off right now. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like the bathrooms at Joe Lewis that had like the big piss troughs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. you're allowed to jack off into those. Yeah, <laughs> you are. yeah. Oh. You, have to, you have to hold hands with the person that's next oh, to you, though. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, so, man, I can't get over thirty to sixty seconds. So, what's your opinion on uh, Dennis on uh, like? Uh, Sexual intercourse between two loved ones. Oh, sexual intercourse between two loved ones. That's a fun little gimmick that people do sometimes. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good bit <laughs> to do it with another person. <laughs> That's my favorite bit. You know, sometimes uh, I do it and I go, I go, hey, you get to be my hand. Role play as my own hand. <laughs> what a concept, right? Yeah. So you're the opposite. A lot of people who, who you know, jerk off, masturbate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels weird saying that on my show. <laughs> 
Why not? This is not a topic I normally breach. Um, uh, treading, treading some uh, treading waters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, no, normally people are trying to simulate sexual intercourse, uh, but you're doing the Ooh. opposite. <laughs> That's disgusting and depraved. <laughs> Uh, there's a sanctity between you and your own hand. So, uh, do you uh, off sometimes partake in other ways to, you know, uh, self-stimulate other oh. than just with your hand? Uh, you know, the hand is always y- your best friend. It's, it's right there. It's like a nice, firm business handshake every <laughs> single time. You guys remember when I got piano lessons can be murdered? Yeah. And then he yeah. s- tried to soft my hands? Do you yeah. think it was for the piano playing or for like jack-off stuff? I'm pretty sure it was the latter. But jack I mean... Jack-off stuff. Yeah. I'm glad we smashed him with a the hammer then. <laughs> wow. You you didn't quite uh, mop up that loose end, you know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see. Oh, man. Uh, oof. Uh, so, yeah, so I was just saying, like, uh, the other, other ways that you've preferred to self-simulate? Uh, Say your hand's getting a little boring? Yeah, hands do get a little boring after a while. It's a hard thing to admit, because it is a sacred bond. You and your hand, and you don't ever want anything to happen to you, mm-hmm. you and your hand. You gotta mix it up sometimes. You gotta mix it up sometimes. What's yeah. your favorite ways to mix it up? Um, you ever get a, get one of them Hulk hands? <laughs> One of the big old Hulk hands. Yeah. Yeah. The, like the like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. There's a there's merchandise from the motion pictures, the Avengers with the Hulk hands. And yeah. They're big green fists that you could put over your hands. So there is like sort of a, a weird buffer between you and and your normal passionate love of your hand. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's sort of like cosplay at that point though, yeah. right? Oh. Today's episode is sponsored by Disney, by the way. Oh. Oh, Disney, yeah. yeah. You gotta be careful with those Hulk hands, though, because bad stuff can happen. Like what? Like what? When I got the haunted Hulk hands uh, <laughs> last summer, I was, like, sick of being the butt of everyone's practical jokes, and I was appalled that my mother made me a lame, like, duck costume for Halloween. So I went to, like, a weird Halloween shop and bought some Hulk hands, but, like, the more I wore them, the more my personality changed, and the harder it got to take the Hulk hands off. <laughs> So you got to be careful when you're wearing those to jack off because it could it could really spook your life out. Spook yeah. your life out. I, I feel like the the crux of a lot of your 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 goose bumpery is you using an object too much, and it's like preaching <laughs> some sort of level of moderation. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. You. I gotta get moderation. Like like Dennis, do you preach moderation to people when they're you know just moderation? Maybe they're masturbating too much. We are right. we are in a paradise valley where we can we have all the means that we need to to just get the the little the little stresses out of our out of our little orifices, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, you got a you got a little urethra massage from the inside, you know? Oh my God. You gotta, I don't know. You can't you can't just live your life going to work or or or, or standing in line at the DMV or, or you know you can't just keep doing that because you gotta you know have you ever heard of self care? Yeah, I it's not a concept I'm familiar with. To be honest with you, how no. much is too much? Uh, too much? Oh. You know, sometimes you do it with one hand and you feel the other hand gets a little jealous. 
That's not what I meant by that question. Oh, no, it's too much. Uh, How many times a day is too much? Um, like when your skin starts chafing and stuff. Yeah, I was going to say chafing, right? Uh, usually I get to a point where my eyes start shaking because <laughs> it's been happening too much. Um, cause you know, every time, every time I get to my climax, my eyes roll back into my head, little dollar signs go on my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> my jaw juts out like a cash drawer. <laughs> so do you like, so when you're. Just no phones living in the moment. <laughs> when you say no phones, you mean like you're not looking at anything while you jack off? Yeah, no. you just go in your head. No, you, I used to browse the internet for, for little videos to, you know, look ahead to maybe spice things up. What but, kind of videos? Um. Well, I was looking for things that weren't step-siblings, but I think that's... That those were all erased from the oh, internet. Okay. So pornography, not just videos of step siblings hanging out. <laughs> you know, step siblings or cousins. Like that's really taking like over Kermit lately. And <laughs> <laughs> just go on YouTube, look at videos of step siblings just hanging, hanging just out. <laughs> Carl, Carl, do you ever get into any uh, hijinks with your step siblings? <laughs> oh my God, Dewey. Um, it uh, like when I got uh, the haunted school. <laughs> <laughs> When I was like at a dance at my new school, me and uh, my new best friend, my stepsister Claire. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about your parents' divorce. <laughs> if only <laughs> they had a it's the second Claire that has shown up in this. Claire Worms, uh, not related to Claire. Worms. Uh, unrelated to Claire Worms, although my stepsister's last name is Worms as well, <laughs> but unrelated to the big worm. Um, but yeah, when me and my new best friend, my stepsister, Claire Worm, uh, got in an elevator in search of banner paper and found ourselves in a black and white world where most of the school's missing class of 1947 now resides, thanks to an evil photographer's magic camera, um, while the rest of them descended into madness and start a, a cult bent on ridding the world of color. Um, like, we had to figure that out, so that was hijinks. Yeah. <laughs> that was a rough day. Who is yeah. How did you relieve yourself afterwards? Oh, I got three guesses <laughs> banked up right here. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll let Michael guess what I did. Uh, did you play a video game? Oh, no! <laughs> what are you talking? Okay, keep going. <laughs> Is that right, Carl? I didn't play a video game. Okay, uh, did you... Uh, Come on. See you know. Uh, did you uh, maybe pull some weeds? Pull some something. I sure did not pull some weeds. Ooh, here it comes. Did you masturbate your little yeah. dog? A blasted rope, yeah. <laughs> Dennis, come on. Dennis, you seem to get a lot of personal satisfaction off people masturbating. Does it bring you a lot of joy when you convince someone to masturbate? Is it like a referral system where right. if they sign up, <laughs> yeah. if they masturbate after you suggest it, you get a little orgasm as well? Yeah, many people have accused me of running what, what they call a, a masturbatory pyramid scheme. They're <laughs> <coughs> like Bernie Jackoff. Yeah. So I just like, yeah, it's cool to like have you yourself jack off, but if yes. you get 10 friends to jack off for you, you can start really getting payloads. Oh, yeah. How many friends do you need to have jack off to e equate to the feeling of one time you jack off? Oh, man. I, uh, 
I've got a network of uh, a network. A network. Uh, a network. Yeah. Network. <laughs> yeah, we we remade the movie Network <laughs> by Sidney Lumet. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Yeah. Got a network of masturbators. Network of masturbators. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people that you know they they got to jig off. Seem, if well, I well, Dennis, you seem like you're getting a little down. Oh yeah, well it's just a big stressful thing that I got to do, and like you know, it's not when you're recruiting people to jack off. It's really hard to jack off yourself. Oh, oh god, you're not getting a whole lot of time to, to <clears throat> spare to jack off. You're too busy, right? Yeah, it's it's like when Carl was too busy to litigate. Uh, because he was uh, being turned invisible. Oh yeah, no! Soft. Were you having a, a an abominable snowman from Pasadena? Oh boy, that was a that was a rough one. What a bad day that was. Oh yeah, <laughs> Pasadena seems like a nice place to be, but not that day, huh? Uh, well, that was a rough one. I mean, honestly, like we and uh, when me and Nicole Blake are sick of living in California, especially during the winter months. Um, that tracks. It's fine. Where kids in other states get to enjoy snow. Um, like, the two of us got our wish when our father got assigned to travel to Alaska to find the abominable snowman. But trouble ensued when the abominable snowman and his snow, which, when thrown, can turn anything into ice, got brought to California. That was a stressful day for me. <laughs> uh, so I have another I have another question for you, Carl. Uh, so all the Goosebumps books are real, and they happen to you. Yep. Uh, yeah. What about the Michigan Chillers books? Yeah, please. Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> I, I have gotten Michigan chillered before. You oh, have? No. Which one? Um, uh, the one about Petoskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's <laughs> Aliens in Petoskey, I think. <laughs> what do you know so much about Michigan chillers? Oh, I, because... I remember. Uh, I got Michigan chillered really bad when I got uh, Egg Monsters from uh, <laughs> Roseville. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, when I was doing a disastrous Easter egg hunt in my backyard in Roseville, uh, I found a strange blue-veined egg and kept it, but oh, when it yeah. hatched in Roseville... Uh, Wait, just, I, <laughs> I want you to backtrack and tell me what color the veins were on the egg. Blue-veined uh, egg. Yeah, yeah, and you know what that reminds me of? What's that? Mark McGuire's burly forearms, because boy, does that guy... He juices. Boy, does that guy... Yeah, he juices something. <laughs> So you, you, you discovered a blue-veined egg. Uh, yeah, I discovered a blue-veined uh, egg in Roseville and kept it. And when it hatched in Roseville, I discovered a pile of scrambled eggs with eyes known as Egg Monster. <laughs> and when I showed it to a scientist, uh, the scientist ended up imprisoning me and my discovery in Roseville. So that was a spooky Michigan chillers. That sounds like a spooky day. <laughs> yeah. Author Jonathan Rand, noted pervert. That guy never stops beating the wolf. That's good. Wait, so are you like a like a jerk off Santa Claus? Do you yeah. know when when and how much everyone in the world masturbates? Oh yeah, you got a question about someone? You want to know uh, how they jerk off? Yeah, how about uh, uh let's go with uh, George Clooney. George Clooney. Now he recently separated from a mall. Yeah. So he's going through what I like to call the best time of his life. <laughs> he's got a big old house. He just puts on confessions of a dangerous mind, mm. watches himself, looks at close ups of his own hands, and then shakes off. <laughs> Now uh, uh, you you mentioned you mentioned earlier that there's like a uh uh 
sanct uh, a, what do you call sanctity. that? Sanctity. Sanctity between your oh. hand yeah. and 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 yourself. Yeah. Now, would you ever extend that sanctity to say marriage? To marriage oh. between a man and his hand. A man in his hand. Now, that's a tricky thing because the most instrumental part of marriage is to put the ring on the finger. Oh. But I could put the ring on my own finger, but then what does my hand put the ring on for me? Your penis. Yeah. You oh, can. what the? I didn't even <laughs> think of that. Yeah, of course. You know, I, they they have uh they have dick rings, you know. Yeah. I could have for been, his pleasure. I could have been consummating marital jackos this whole time. <laughs> but then yeah. you know, then you would have to ma- pick which hand to marry. Oh no. <laughs> and I he, couldn't do that. I I love them both. What? You know, there's a you, you know nowadays there's there's a thing called like sister wives. Sister you can have wives. hand wives. You know. Oh, okay. It's like a big love thing. Mm-hmm. That's what hands made hand made hands made tales all about. Oh, oh okay. the hand yeah the hands made tale. <laughs> uh, Carl, do you have any last questions for uh, Dennis here? Um, I guess my biggest question would be like, do you exclusively uh, hang out with dudes, or is there like an analogous version for ladies, or what? Um, you know, uh, it 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 it's sort of like it. I I, I don't really uh go on the shoulders of ladies that much because that's oh, good. It would be weird for you to pressure them to check. Yeah, off. because of <laughs> and to be standing there checking <laughs> off on their shoulders. You know, me and Beatrice, the the naughty little shoulder <laughs> advisor. Oh, okay. uh, oh. uh, we we are on a, a very good business terms, and we know which turf is our own. You know. Have you ever stepped over into her turf or vice versa on accident? You know, I've often thought about going over there and encouraging people to, you know, flick the bean or whatever. (laughs) But, you know, I I feel like I I got my own expertise and it would be like, I don't know, Yo-Yo Ma trying to tell someone else to play a sousaphone (laughs) instead of a cello, which is his hallmark instrument. I know a Beatrice. (laughs) Oh, yeah? I think it's the same one. Yeah, Beatrice. Yeah, well, when, last summer when I got sh- how I got my shrunken headed, um, <laughs> me, a chubby twelve-year-old boy who suffered uh, preferred the company of video games to actual humans, got given a shrunken head by my jungle explorer Aunt Beatrice's assistant, uh, and the assistant like told me to go down to the island of Baladora <laughs> to visit my Aunt Beatrice, but soon discovered that the assistant Beatrice's partner and Beatrice. Beatrice's partner's daughter are plotting to um, shake me down for information on the jungle magic. Do you think that's the same Beatrice? <laughs> I think it might be. Doesn't sound like her. I, I just said, uh, I would do, rather not talk about stories involving jungle magic because I don't think they hold up in today's day and age. I imagine. <laughs> Honestly, like last year when all of Goosebumps happened to me, even the parts that like are still pretty offensive now, um, it held up. It was great. <laughs> well, thank you guys all so much for being on the show today. Oh, uh, man, what a day. What a, ta- a oh, day. Oh, we got to wa- unwind soon. Yeah. Well, there's nothing better to unwind with than a good yeah. book and a good song. Uh, oh, this next, we're going to finish off me? with a song. God, you're finishing on me. <laughs> He's not quite there. He hasn't reached. Yeah, yet. he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't cashiered. But keep going. Keep registered. going. You know, get him. He's, he's worked a hard day. You know that, right? Uh, so uh, here is. So next week, uh, we will be joined, I believe, by Panda House, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, but so here is our last song. Let me randomize again. We're gonna play Rainbow Room again. Uh, number nine. Wow, what's number nine? Uh, do 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 do. Uh, chemical butter. Mmm. Mm. How's that sound, Dennis?
<laughs> I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> right. We will be back next week with more fun. Bye. Acid. Mix it with some dichloromethane Sprinkle in some polyisopropylene And octylmethacrylate copolymer Dip it in some DMDM hydantoin Plunk in some aniline dimers Spread it on your toast It's your chemical butter Spread it Spread it on your toast, it's your chemical butter, spread it. Spread it on your toast, it's your chemical butter, spread it. Michael the Brave Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Amp Podcast Network. If you like what you heard today, give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. And uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hey there, my name is Seth Ressler. Hi everyone, it's Becky Scarcello. I am new to the Detroit area. And I've been here my whole life. So we started a podcast together. It's called The D Brief. Detroit's arts and entertainment podcast. We cover concerts, comedy, plays, food, drink, all kinds of stuff. All the cool events around town, things to do, and the people that are doing them. Can we talk about some of the people we've had as guests on this podcast? Hey, this is Mark Kurlianchik, the restaurant critic for the Detroit Free Press. Hi, I'm Ian DeLisi, and I host Essential Music on 1019 WDET. Hi, this is Mark Ridley of Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle. Hey, this is Kate Williams, executive chef of Lady of the House. Hey, this is Mel Town from WRAF in Detroit. This is Josh Mallerman, author of Bird Box. This is Carmen Hart. Curator of film at the Detroit Institute of Arts. President and founder of Valentine Distilling Company. The general manager of innovation experiences for the Henry Ford. Arts and entertainment editor at the Detroit Free Press. The Michigan Science Center. Arts Beats the Detroit Detroit Public Theater. Detroit Shakespeare in Detroit. If you like going out in the city of Detroit, you're going to like this podcast. The Debrief Podcast. We like to say Detroit's moving. Keep up. The Debrief. Your guide to Detroit's arts and entertainment scene.